0: nothing but the words episode number 62 the power of comparison welcome to nothing but the words the podcast that gives you everything you need to know to write a phenomenal book now here's your host your author coach candace l davis and welcome to Nothing But The Words. I'm your author coach, Candice L. Davis. I hope your week and your writing are going well. I typically warn my clients away from comparing their books to the books that they love, but not surprisingly, many of them can't resist. They read a book on a similar or even the same topic or just a book in their genre, and they start to pick their own work apart. Famous author understands all of this so much better than I do. Famous author has a stronger voice than mine. Famous author is a way better writer than I am. Famous author has already said it all, so why am I even writing this book? Trust me, I can understand all those thoughts and the feelings of fear and even hopelessness that can arise when you try to figure out how you can write a book like Toni Morrison or Maya Angelou or Alice Walker or James Baldwin or whoever's work you love to read. I've been there more times than I can count, reading someone's brilliant book and wondering, well, should I even bother to write because... Everything brilliant has already been said. And of course, we know intellectually that's not true, but that kind of feeling can be stirred up when you're a reader and you really love great writing, great books. So when my coaching clients get stuck in the middle of their book because they're writing about self-worth and comparing themselves to Brene Brown or writing about money and comparing themselves to Dave Ramsey, who's written all these bestsellers, I get it. I usually encourage my clients to just keep in mind that you do not have to write a prestigious prize-winning book to serve your readers or achieve your author goals. Your book does not have to hit number one on the New York Times bestsellers list in order to do what it's supposed to do. Great if it does, but that's not a requirement. But even after we go over all the value they have to offer, how their book is perfect for their one perfect reader, some of my clients will still get stuck in comparison. And that's when I ask a difficult question. Are you willing to do what that famous author did to produce that great work? Because here's the truth. The very best books, the books we all aspire to write like, or many of us might aspire to write like, the books that win the awards, the books that are talked about five and 10 and 20 years or even longer after they were written. The very best books are written by people who made sacrifices to write them. They're written by people who dedicated years or even decades to a field of research and study and then distilled that knowledge into a book their audiences want to read. They're written by people who devoted hours a week hours, like hours a day, to honing the various elements of their craft. They're written by people who understand that they are not entitled to produce a bestseller or an award-winning book just because they have something to say or just because they have a measure of real talent. Work, they understand, is still required. If you want to compare the value and the quality of your book to someone else's, then you also have to compare your level of commitment and investment to the commitment and investment of the people who've written the books at the level you want to reach. That sounds scary. I know. (laughs) But that kind of comparison can actually serve you. Compare your willingness to push your ideas further to go deeper into your character's world, to do the research to support your philosophies. Compare your ability to tell the truth and take a stand and understand that some people aren't going to agree with you, your willingness to not be embraced and loved by everyone. Compare how much of your time, money, and effort you're willing to invest in developing your idea, writing your book, and getting it out to the world. Know that you do not have to do everything those writers you admire did in order for you to write a phenomenal book. You can write a book that serves your goals, helps you achieve what you want to achieve, and provides value to your readers. A book you're truly proud to put your name on without doing as much as those much lauded authors have done. Embrace the idea of producing your best work by consciously deciding how much of yourself you're willing to pour into that book. Your six months of research may not carry the same gravitas as the work of the author who has dedicated two decades to conducting that research. The author wh- whose books and studies you may go to for your research, but her book isn't for everyone. Her book is probably not for your one perfect reader. Your content may not go as deep as hers, but your one perfect reader isn't ready to go that deep yet. She may never be. Your novel or your memoir may not have the level of poetic language and layered storytelling of the novel or memoir written and rewritten over the course of five or ten years, but you can still tell a story that changes lives, and you can do it incredibly well. There's nothing wrong with aiming high. Literary awards, exceptional reviews from respected critics, topping the bestsellers list, a book that sells for years and earns you tens of thousands of dollars. Every one of these goals is worth working to achieve if they are goals that matter to you. Don't compare your book and the results you want to someone else's unless you're willing to compare your effort and your investment to theirs. Get clear about what it takes to achieve your goals, not somebody else's. Get clear about how you define success and what matters most for you and your book, and then prepare to invest the right amount of effort to make that happen. You do not have to write like your favorite authors in order to write a world-class book of your own, a book that makes a huge difference for you and your business and that serves your readers in the way that you mean it to. So when you decide to compare your book to someone else's book, just make sure that that comparison actually makes sense. Make sure that the places you want your book to go, the doors you want your book to open are just the same as theirs. Make sure that you're willing to invest the same amount of time, the same amount of money, the same amount of energy, the same amount of effort as those people, as those authors you admire, if you really want to achieve what they've achieved. And then really get clear about your goals. Is that what you truly want to achieve with your book? Because you can absolutely decide, I'm writing a book because I know I want it to reach the level of award-winning material. Or you can decide, I'm going to write the very best book that I can, but I don't have time to make it award-winning level. (laughs) Not at that level. Not Nobel Prize quality. Not Pulitzer Prize quality. Not National Book Award quality. Maybe. Your book is meant to get out to your audience, to your group of one perfect readers, much more quickly than some of those books that took much longer to write. Maybe your goals are not the same as your favorite author's goals, and that's perfectly fine. So there is power in comparing your work to other people's work, but comparing your work also includes comparing your work ethic, <laughs> your investment, what you're willing to pour into it. If you're not a full-time writer and you're doing this for other reasons, just look at what those reasons are. They're valid. If they matter to you, they matter. That's it for this episode, my friends. For more writing tips and inspiration, follow me on the gram at Candace L. Davis. Thanks for listening to Nothing But The Words. I'm your author coach, Candace L. Davis, and I'll see you next time.